Bonjour and welcome to the 18th episode of the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. We made it. These these Thursdays, I'm telling you, are coming up um, faster and faster. Every day I'm like, oh, it's Wednesday already? I have to like, you know, put effort towards something? Terrible. Forgive me, that's just me taking a sip of my coffee here, which I, okay, something weird happened this morning. You know, I go downstairs, I'm trying to do my, my morning routine, you know, go downstairs, you know, get my, um, well, obviously start off with my, my sun up yoga. Um, then I do my 48 minutes of meditation Then I do, um, make, obviously make my green juice, uh, um, my six mile jog. Um, and then I'm like, okay, I can have my coffee now. Also, really quickly, forgive me if I sound um, like I'm in some sort of tunnel. It's not my uh, my phone's fault. I mean, my excuse me, my microphone equipment's fault. My podcast equipment. Um, I my my throat's having some weird things going on. So please, please forgive me. Um, I'm working on it. Please respect my privacy during this time. Um, but anyway, back to my coffee. I go downstairs, I get a mug, and I start pouring my coffee into the mug. And then I walk away holding my coffee, obviously. And it was and it was at the perfect temperature, I have to say. I know I've complained a lot about why are we making drinks like more hot than we can like handle, and then we have to exercise patience for like a solid hour, maybe closer to 20 minutes till we can actually drink it. So it was at the it was that perfect drinking temperature. But there was like a like a buzzing coming from somewhere like it was it was definitely coming from either my hand or the actual coffee or the mug it was, it was like a and i i didn't know what to make of that i don't know if this coffee is like radioactive i don't know what that means but it sounds like something that it could be something that would induce a buzzing noise um so yeah i'm just a little bit confused so if this is if this is my last episode, you know, we were here for a good time, not a long time. I don't know. Like, am I about to combust because I'm drinking electric coffee? Like, it sounded like I had one of those um, electric uh, warmers underneath, which is actually a pretty good idea. Those like, I think it's like a USB, like it's a little, it almost looks like a wireless charger that you plug into your computer and then it heats up your coffee, which again, back to the heating. I don't know why everyone's obsessed with everything being hot. Like how about just warm is good? Like people, I was at Starbucks the other day and you know, they announced your drink, which actually is, is, is kind of like weird. Cause like, do I want everybody to know that I got, you know, the cotton candy frappuccino with six extra pumps of sugar, extra whipped cream, caramel drizzle and sprinkles? Maybe not. But that's fine if, you know, the, um, the Starbucks employee wants to just tell everyone that. That's fine. Um, but I guess I'm going to do what I'm scared of people do to me and judge the drink someone got because it was like some sort of latte. Fine. But it was extra hot. Like, huh? Why would, what? I, do, uh, do you have no tongue sensitivity? Like, I get the regular hot and it's not enough. Sometimes my iced coffee's too hot. Like, I don't know how you're ordering something extra hot unless you know, like, you're not going to be able to drink it for two hours. I should have asked. 
Um, but actually, back to Starbucks. I have. I know we've talked about conspiracy theories before. There's a Starbucks conspiracy theory. Okay, get ready. This is a lot for eight thirty one in the morning, but pull it together. We can do this. It's that they. Do you know how? Basically, any time you give your name at Starbucks, this doesn't happen anymore as much. I think because it's a lot of mobile order and like your name is just on there. But they would spell it wrong. And listen. I will talk. I will talk about my my name in particular. It's, you know, it's it's not a short name. So I there and there are like different versions. Like I could see how someone would spell it, but like there was a time where I swear to you, I was getting like, I think I got Fran Costco once. I got Chestco, like just like C H E S T C O, like Chestco, um, Chehiko, I believe once. But I was saying Francesco, like they said, you know what, we're gonna get rid of that first syllable. And we're going to spend, and we're going to um, spell the last two so bizarrely. And no offense to those names. Like, not, like, I'm not saying they're bad or weird. It was just like, that's not what I said. You know? Um, but anyway, the conspiracy is that they do that on purpose. So that you're like taking a picture of your cup. This is just sort of when Instagram was happening. And you're going to post it and say, look how terrible they spelled my name. But what, what have you done? You've put Starbucks basically an ad on your on your Instagram or you've texted your friend a Starbucks ad. Very sneaky. The the the, the good people over at the marketing team honestly put their put their noggins together and kind of killed that one because it's pretty good. Okay, moving on. I um last week was was technically our, our Thanksgiving episode, right? And um Thanksgiving has happened. We gave thanks. We took thanks. It was thanks taking as well. You have to give and receive the thanks. Um, I hope everyone who celebrated has a, has a, had a good one. I hope anyone whose Thanksgiving is in November, you know, just get ready for that. We're gonna be we're gonna be pacing. Um, I'm gonna give you um, the long-awaited pie update. I did make the sweet potato pie, and it was pretty good. It, it wasn't like it, I'm gonna be honest. It wasn't good as the Walmart brand one that I bought in the states like a couple months ago. But how could you ever be that good? You know, I actually think like you can't get better desserts than at like the discount section of a Walmart in the bakery. Like where they have those stickers that's basically like this expired or is literally about to expire in three minutes. It takes 70% off. Like something about the the um, lack of quality in the ingredients mixing with the staleness of the its current state, it just, it, it's perfect. Perfect. It's, it's truly, it's the perfect formula. Now, unfortunately, when you're doing your own baking at home, maybe I'll figure this out for the Christmas time. Um, you can't really package, like I can barely, I've talked about this before. Again, patience is a problem. I can barely wait the, you know, 30 minutes to an hour that it takes for something to properly set in quotations, um, and cool down before I eat the whole thing, in quotations. I've been doing air quotes, and I realize this is an audio format, so no one can see that, but that's okay. I like to think I am, you know, I'm able to transcend mediums through my voice, but we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, We'll check my bank account in a few years, see how it's going. But my point is it's impossible to, at the last step of a recipe, put it in a container 
label it overpriced, let it sit on the shelf for four weeks, put one of those discount stickers, and then eat it. Like the process to get it to the same level of quality as like the Walmart discount section would take way too long. Like you might as well make salsa at that point. Like if you're canning and jarring and making, um, what's the fancy word for jam? Preserves. Like wine. You could make all of that in the time that you could perfect that Walmart bakery process. So, you know, maybe just, I guess we're going to stick to buying it. But yeah. I, I participated in the eating portion of the, the event. Um, also, side note, if anybody is looking for sweet potato pie filling, I might have like one pie's worth left. Also, if you're looking for a frozen one, I might have one of those available to um, submit to you. I was terrible at, because I tried to do, you know how people that cook are like, oh, you just like put a little bit of this and put a little bit of that and then you taste it. I went with that method, but the the problem was I didn't really, I didn't really know like how much batter would be necessary to fill the amount of pies that I was trying to make. And the amount of pies I was trying to make was one and the batter was looked more like three. Um, and let me just tell you, sweet potatoes, not cheap, kind of. I, I'd assume an inflation got to them as well. But um, yeah, pretty good. I'm sure everyone was, was just like, pacing their houses being like where's this sweet potato going to turn out is it, is it going to be good is it going to be good and it was pretty good like seven seven point two out of ten or maybe out of eleven seven eleven speaking of seven eleven i do want to do maybe this can be in the next couple of weeks i know i should start a list of all the stuff i said i was going to do and then maybe didn't necessarily get to but the night is still young i want to do um like, I want to test the food at 7-Eleven. Because, like, you know when you go in there, they obviously have, like, the hot dog rollers. And I think I trust that. Like, a hot dog in an in and of itself is kind of a little bit gross. Like, what is it? It's, like, the ends of stuff. I actually heard an argument that, like, a hot dog is vegan or kind of vegan at least because it's not, like, because they use, like, the tongue and the tail. And this is not factual, but... I think they use like the end bits, like because they're not technically killing an animal to make hot dogs. By eating a hot dog, you're not like increasing the demand for animals to be slaughtered necessarily. So it's it's not vegan, but it's like ethically as close to still being vegan while eating technical meat that you could get. I don't know. It was it was an interesting argument. And I'm, and I'm sure it's true for no other hot dogs, if not the 7-Eleven hot dogs, because I can't imagine they use, like, grade A beef. Like, the Costco hot dogs, the all-beef ones, probably if you're vegan, I would I would steer clear of those, even though they are $1.50 with a drink. Like, that's like a bag of chips cost more. That's insane. Um, and inflation has not reached them yet. Thank the Lord. But, yeah, the, the hot dogs at 7-Eleven, I feel like I trust, like, those rollers probably the most food safe thing they have but they fully have like chicken sandwiches and um and like 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 hot chicken like a fried chicken sandwich like a burger and like the taquitos like i don't and nachos i bet the nachos are fine but i i just i just want to i would like to do a taste test also some updates while we're in the 7-eleven realm 
um, they got rid of the double gulp. Um, I can do a, a quick recap of the sizes. Gulp, uh, probably a, a similar to like a grande cup. I don't know. I don't know ounces or anything. So just we're gonna have to do a visual here. Then they have big gulp, which is like probably your venti. Then we're going super big gulp, which is uh, like probably double the size of the big gulp. Like they don't increase in similar increments. It's like it's like small-ish, not small at all, medium, huge. So that's a super big gulp. Is huge. I would say probably more. Probably like we're getting to like forty ounces. And then they had the double big gulp, which I'm pretty sure was like over a liter. It was like you could basically fit like a two liter Coke into the double gulp. Now they've gotten rid of that one. I don't know if that's just a Canadian decision or if that was a, you know, a 7-Eleven corporate. You know, we're not going to um, condone this behavior anymore. I'm not sure. Um, but it is gone. The double gulp is gone. And it was the only cup that um, was like a thicker plastic. I got it one time, only one time. Um, and it was actually heavy. Like it felt like a workout to carry. Like getting it from, you know, holding it just regularly, like to my lips was a workout. I needed both hands. Uh, so really, I actually, I think they shouldn't have gotten rid of that one because it, it was really, it was promoting exercise. Especially if you walked to the Seven Eleven to get it, like you'd be carrying home like two to three pounds, which is like a weight, like they sell weights for two to three pounds. Obviously, as the ice melted, it would get, ooh, is ice heavier than water? If, if your ice melts, does your drink get heavier? Interesting, because I, I would, oh, I would probably, we'll get a scientist on it one of these days and just go through all my questions that I have, but regardless, it's, it's, it's a workout, so um, what is that noise? Oh, it's a plane. Don't worry, that's not the buzzing of my coffee. That was very much an outside noise. But um, yeah, I I don't know why 7-Eleven made that decision. I feel like they should have gotten rid of ones that uh, weren't promoting exercise. Thank you very much. Um, okay, moving on. I have to I have to come clean. I have to be honest. And um, the, I guess the first step to being honest about this particular subject is being transparent in the fact that I would not have been honest um, if this were not obvious. I um, am, am very much sorry that I got caught as opposed to um, just, you know, generally sorry. Um, I'm recording this, uh, this part, basically from the time I started my moment of honesty, after I started the five minutes um, random segment about the 7-Eleven cups, I, um, this is a different time. Same day, about, about 10 hours apart, and the reason I am being honest about that is in the first half of this, I sound like a frog. Um, and I sound probably a little bit less of a frog now that, you know, the, the, the ye old voice has, you know, warmed up a little bit. It's had a full day of, of talking. I still sound a bit froggy. So I don't really know what that's about. If anyone here is like an ear, nose, throat doctor, I'm, I'm actually starting to, to think that maybe instead of making this like an entertainment podcast, I can rebrand it as like a medical as if I'm entertaining, trust me, but like, or whatever this is, a leisure podcast. I think that's what we figured out it was. We could rebrand from a leisure podcast to a medical podcast, and I could just um, gear towards doctors, specifically ear, nose, throat doctors, who could then tell me all the stuff that's wrong with me. So basically, instead of me going into Google and typing in my symptoms, 
you know, looking up on WebMD, what's going to kill me this week. I could just do it once a week um, verbally. And then throughout the week, all my fans, aka listeners, aka registered doctors could tell me, yes, you should get this checked out or no, you're probably fine. Now, I, in that situation, I probably would just ignore the, yes, you should check this out, go to a doctor, seek medical attention. I would probably just ignore that. Um, but I would be relieved to hear the, you're okay messages. Um, yeah, but anyway, I think, you know, it, it was important for me to, to acknowledge that, yes, this is a different day. Normally, I do them all. You know, I do the whole podcast beginning to end in one, in one go. Um, today, listen, I'm busy until... Until more people, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the blame on you know, I guess not you guys because you're the people that are actually listening. But to ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the population who isn't listening, it's it's their fault. Blame them that I have to go and do like a job that pays money, because this one not as financially profitable as I thought we would be. You know, three months in, but that's fine. You know, we're here for we're here for fun. We're here for. For, for free, and, and I've accepted that. Um, but as I was talking about last week, now that Thanksgiving is out of the way, at least in a, in a Canadian context, happy Halloween. It's, it's 100%. We're, we're full throttle Halloween the next two weeks, or next three weeks maybe. I was actually thinking, I saw somewhere that they are trying, trying to petition to get Halloween to be not October 31st, but whatever the last Saturday of the month is, of October is, I guess they don't want it to be like, because it, it, I do remember as like a younger kid, you know, Halloween's on like a Wednesday and then you have to go to school the next day. Like, what is that about? You're supposed to trick or treat till you drop and then we have to go be in class by 8 a.m.? Which, this is a whole other thing. I think school starts a bit too early. Like, why are we making eight-year-olds get up for school at seven o'clock in the morning? Now, I'm sure in response to that, someone could give me very logical explanations. It just sounds wrong, though. It just sounds like, you know, little Timmy, little Sally, like, sh- like should not be in class learning, you know, um, not Temecula, uh, what's that called? Parabolas? I guess you don't learn that young, but like geometry at like 8.30 a.m. Again, I understand that there are reasons why this is why this is set up. I can't be the first one to, you know, maybe think, maybe let these kids sleep until nine, but it, it's just interesting. But yeah, um, Halloween is, they're trying to cancel it for the, um, for the 31st and just make it the last Saturday. It's an interesting conversation to be had. I think first, first on the docket for whatever court decides these types of situations, I think it's got to be, we've got to get rid of the daylight savings time because it's only daylight savings for half of the year. The other half of the year, it's very much a daylight losings time, which is um, very upsetting to me. But I, I, at one time, I have to be honest, I've, I've switched sides on this issue because at one time I was pro- get rid of it. But then I heard that apparently what they're going to get rid of is it staying lighter an hour earlier in the spring or in the summer. So like the one where you put your clock forward is, is we're getting rid of that because that's when we, that's actual daylight savings time. 
So for getting rid of it means we have to stay out of daylight savings time, which is literally it gets dark at 2.30 p.m. on an on a afternoon in November. You know, like what is that about? What is that about? It's like I'm jet lagged, but I never left the country. Also, funny story. I, I can't believe I'm admitting this on a public platform, but I believed for a large, large portion of my existence that it was jet lagged as in jet, L-E-G-G-E-D, jet-legged, um, for no other reason than that's what I heard when I heard people say the term jet-lagged, and I had never been on a jet, so I didn't really understand the concept of time zones, and like you could travel to other time zones, so I didn't really think to think of it logically like that, so I was like, oh, jet-legged. Okay, jet sounds like a plane, I was right. I, was, I got half of it right. And then legged. Okay, so it must be that your leg is just so sore from sitting on the plane that it, it like goes numb. I thought that that's what it was. I thought it was having a sore leg or having like pins and needles from the plane seat. Jet legged. I do not approve this message. Actually, you know what? Thinking about it now, if I really had no understanding of time zones like that's actually not a bad guess like jet legged but like i remember i heard like oh so-and-so can come to work today or sorry i guess it would be so-and-so can't come to school today because they're jet legged i'm like oh i hope they use like an ice pack or you know maybe someone could send them a hot water bottle poor thing get well soon but no apparently it just meant they were sleeping because they were tired and their body thought they were in freaking france the world is wild apparently if you fly to um, Australia, if you time it right, you can completely skip like a day because they're so far ahead. Like Australia, they're pretty much, they're in like 2098 as we speak. Like I'm dead in Australia, technically on paper, but that's another story. I don't understand how like time has been kept for so long. Like the time as we know it, like what time is it now? Okay. I'm peek behind the curtain it is 6 35 p.m is there like a mother clock somewhere or like because how do you know like i get the sundial was probably the original or not the original clock but one of the older clocks compared to now but like how do they even know like minutes like how do they know seconds is there like an official time somewhere that we go by and like everyone just converts from that time i also recently found out that there are some places where they're like not like fully rounded hours away. They're like, or not away, sorry, like difference. It's like a six and a half hour time jump. They're six and a half hours behind or six and a half hours ahead. Like really doesn't matter that much. We couldn't just round to seven, round down to up to seven, down to six, like a half, one half, like 30 minutes. I think we would have been fine. But anyway, actually, I do have, while we're on the topic of, you know, important, importance, important topics, I just have a question because, you know, obviously we're, you know, I think almost at, like, for like two and a half, almost three years of COVID-19, the 19th coronavirus. And did anyone else notice how many empty 
hand sanitizer bottles and dispensers there are just around, like in the malls and the stores. Like, I swear to you, they filled those things up once because it was probably like required for them to have. They filled it up so that the health department could see. You know, we used it diligently. It ran out in like a week and they never filled them up again. Every one I go to, I put my hand under it, empty. And then I think, well, maybe this is not an automatic one. And then I try and push a button and the whole thing flops over. And it's just, it's, it's, it's just a mess. But don't worry, no liquid spills because there was nothing in it in the first place. Actually, maybe that's some sort of reverse trick-or-treating I could do. On Halloween, I could dress up in my costume, go around with a, with a big, like a vat of hand sanitizer and just fill up all the public dispensing stations. And then I could get a key to the city and an Olympic gold medal for the Nobel Peace Prize or something like that. Something I could just put on the fridge, you know, something to, something to show off about to get some, maybe some promotion for this podcast. But yeah, no, they, they really, they did us dirty, quite literally, with the, with the lack of refilling the hand sanitizer stations. Uh, and join me in the fight to correct this wrong. I think if we each, everyone in your city, get, procure as much hand sanitizer as you can, and we just gotta, we gotta do it ourselves. We have to fill them up ourselves. We've been left with no choice. I also wonder if all the stuff that ran low in the beginning of COVID, like all the masks and gloves and stuff, are we just going to have like an excess of those for like six years? Probably. Oh, in related news, forgive me, this is a very scattered um, display from myself. Um, just, you know, I'll, I'll, work, I'll, I'll pull myself together for next week. I actually, I j- I'm not going to say it. I was going to say I have a couple ideas that I think I, I want to do. You've heard it a thousand times, I know. We're on episode 17 and or 18. You know, we, we, we know the drill. I'm probably not going to get to it, but I will, okay? That's going to be my New Year's resolution that I'm starting in October. We're, we're, we're putting 7.2% or not, no, 72% effort for the year 2023 or the back out, Q4 to 2022. Um, but yes, forgive me, this is very scattered, but... What I was saying, did monkeypox just stop? Like, this is, this is and like, I, I'm not making light of it. it. It's obviously very serious, but just the, talking about the hand sanitizer made me think of it. Like, did it just, did it just stop? Because like, we heard about it a lot and it was like gaining traction. And for a second there, I was like, ah, oh, shoot. Like, here we go again. It's going to be, you know, a full lockdown. I was getting ready to watch all the shows that I didn't get to watch during the first lockdown. Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. I was like, I was ready. And then I kind of forgot about it. And I think I forgot about it because it kind of was stopped being, you know, a big topic of conversation. But then I was thinking the other day, like, oh, what, what happened to the monkeypox? So I don't know. I keep an eye out where I'm going to stay vigilant. I'm not writing it off yet because you never know when it could come back. But like, for, am I wrong in thinking like for a second there, it was seeming like we were, we were headed, like the headlines I was reading about it were very early days of COVID headlines when even though I freak out about everything, I was like, oh, we'll be fine. You know, this happened with Ebola, swine flu, 
you know, we, we know the drill. And then the drill got flipped upside down. So I was thinking to be more vigilant with the monkeypox. But I don't know. It's just a little bit, you know, it's like, it's like right before in the horror movie, right before like the villain comes like running out of the basement. Like there's that quiet. And it's like, is there peace? Question mark. And then there's not. So I'm just scared that we're at that point. Um, but yes, I mean, stay tuned next week for your, for your health updates. Actually, while we're in current events, I believe I um, talked about a few episodes before how Olive Garden announced an announcement. And again, we don't really talk about like too much current events, but I think this is, we could categorize this in historical along with the royal family, who surprisingly, I have not talked about this episode until now, but Olive Garden has brought back their never-ending possible. For those of you who don't know, the never-ending possible is very similar to the Montana's all-you-can-eat ribs, but you go to Olive Garden, it's dine-in only, because they can't come to your house and keep continually giving you bowls of pasta. That, that possible does end, unfortunately. But you go, and there's like four different types of noodles. I believe there's a spaghetti, there's like a ravioli, maybe a rigatoni, um, linguine. Then there's a couple different types of sauces. I believe it's actually just three. It is the red sauce, their white sauce. Don't touch the red sauce if you know what's good for you. Um, again, I love Olive Garden, but I can point out their flaws. You know, that's, you know, what you can do with someone you really, you really love and trust, um, their red sauce. I don't, I actually, maybe it is good. I haven't tried it. I, I get scared of meat sauces and, you know, global chains, but, um, red sauce, fettuccine, and I believe a mix, like a, like a rosé. I have had that one and that's not too bad, but I think it's all the butter in the red, in the white sauce that really compensates for the lack of real tomatoes in their red sauce. So you get to pick your noodles, you pick your sauce, and then I think you can get some add-ons. You can get some shrimp or some chicken. Obviously, it's an upcharge, but it definitely is worth it. Um, and yeah, you you each round as much as you want. Not as much as you want in terms of quantity, but as many times as you want. You can pick your different noodles, your different sauce, your different toppings. It It's back. and. You know, I think it knew when we needed it. It sensed, you know, Mr. Mr. Garden was like, we got to give the people what they want. And what we want is the never ending possible. So, I mean, hey, the weekend's coming up. If you're, you know, you have no plans. If you, you know, live near a local Olive Garden, I say go for it. And, and you know what? Don't leave that place until you have tried every different combination of, of pastas possible because that's called getting your money's worth. And also don't forget to get the dipping sauce for the breadsticks that looks like it's the, I think they have a couple different options as well, but get the white sauce one. And if it doesn't look like it had just come out of the microwave when they bring it to you, consider asking for a new one because that's how you know it is piping hot fresh, compliments to the microwave. It has to have that like film. Do you know how when you put something in a microwave and you take it out, and it's been in there for like two or three minutes. It has that like film, almost like a plasticky, melty, gooey, buttery, almost sort of a sheen to it. That's how you know it's good. That's how you know. That's a trick and a treat for this holiday season. So 
I think that's a, a good a place to leave it as any. Thank you once again for joining me. Um, I'm going to say it. I say it every time we have a, a website, podcast.nobodyaskforthis.podbean.com. On there, you can listen to all our episodes, find links to all our, our social medias, our Instagram, our TikToks, our TikToks, our Mentos, our um, Fruity Pebbles, our Twitter, our Facebook. We are on Apple Music, or not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, rather. Uh, maybe one day on Apple Music, also on Spotify, music and otherwise. That's all, that's all one on Spotify. Uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Again, I, I realize that if you're listening to this, you've figured out how to find us. But just in case you know you want to tell your friends, keep you informed, really. Um, but I hope you have a great week. Finish it out strong and uh, have a great weekend. We will see you next week. I still don't know who we is.